Hello and welcome back to the Spicy Pisces podcast. I'm your host, Emma Jepson, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very excited for today's episode because I have a lot of strong opinions on it, and that is frat culture and the male gaze. And in last week's episode, I touched upon this briefly, but I figured it deserves a whole episode for itself. So that's what we're going to be doing today. And I also just want to preface by saying that I'm not shaming frat culture entirely. And I've actually had some really fun nights at them and think they're a fantastic option if you're under 21 and you're looking for like a cheap going out option. And I also go to school in a city, so I have other options if I do want to go out. But I know that at a lot of other schools, frats are like the sole um, option you have if you're looking to go out. So I understand that not everyone can completely evade them for the rest of your college experience. So this episode isn't meant to convince you to stop going to them entirely or to shame frats entirely or the people that enjoy going to them. It's simply to discuss some things that I think we're all thinking but don't necessarily vocalize because we feel like we're expected to enjoy frat culture and go along with it and we'd be considered weird if we didn't partake in this culture even though it may not be making us feel incredible about ourselves and it's not an environment that we actually find fun and enjoyable to be in. So now we're going to jump into the three points I have listed. My overall issue, though, with frats is that I just think they're a huge mindfuck, and I guess all the points will kind of explain that, but it just messes with your perception of yourself, how you value yourself, and how you almost need validation from other people to feel confident in your own self. And this leads me to my first point about how there's this huge superiority complex and power dynamic with these guys, and they think they can just completely degrade and objectify all of the girls and people coming to their parties. We spend so much time getting ready and putting on makeup and a nice outfit that we feel comfortable in and confident in and like pretty in, and we get there and all the guys are just wearing some random ass t-shirt <laughs> the thing where they do the baseball caps where it's barely resting on top of their head if you know what i'm talking about i don't know why they think they look cool when they do that they just look like complete dumbasses, and i think it's the funniest thing ever and i can't take anyone seriously when they do that even in my classes i'm like why do you think that looks good but anyway that's just a fashion opinion i have <laughs> but i think it's how we get so dressed up and Sometimes it's just for ourselves, sometimes it's for other people, and that's another topic we could talk about, like dressing for yourself versus needing to seek validation from other people in the way you dress, but I'm going off topic now. But essentially, they look crusty as hell wearing some outfit they'd wear like any other day, and we go all dressed up, and they have the audacity to treat us the way they do, and I'll expand upon this in the last point as to why I think this is, but starting with trying to even enter a frat. You're faced with like Chad and Kyler and Pi, Kappa, Beta, Sigma, Alpha. <laughs> They're like, name a brother. And I'm like, I don't know, fucking like John. I don't know, some basic white boy name. And then sometimes they end up letting you in and then sometimes they don't. And when you don't get let in, then you automatically think it's something to do with the way you look or something you're wearing. And it's like this total mindfuck where you just start 
questioning everything you did that night and like the way you look and how you spoke and I don't know if this is just me like overanalyzing every single thing which I'm getting a lot better at but I feel like this is a pretty common experience among girls and people when you're going to frats. It's hard to not take it personally because it brings in this whole concept of being chosen and being validated when they like accept you and say you can come in or whatever and that's just human nature right like we want to feel accepted and like we're part of a group but you can't let this affect you personally because you have no idea like maybe they're just full or they're just being an asshole and like fuck them if they're doing that simply because they want to exert their power over you tell them to fuck up then and don't let it affect how much fun you have that night or how you view yourself or go down that whole downward spiral of questioning everything. You don't need to take it so personally. They're dealing with their own shit clearly and you don't need to let that affect you and how you view yourself. So then if you do actually get in, you're faced with the whole thing where they're just circling the room, hitting on girls left and right and one girl one second, another girl the next and they're just switching between girls when they find a more quote-unquote attractive one to talk to or either make out with. I remember I went to one at MIT and (laughs) this one guy was just going around the entire room and every two minutes he was making out with a new girl. It was just astonishing to watch. (laughs) It was the funniest thing ever. And I'm not at all shaming. Like if you do want to make out with someone in a frat, literally go for it. I'm all for having fun. Like do whatever suits you, do whatever is your cup of tea. There's this whole double standard around when guys get with a bunch of people and their bros like hype them up and dap them up and congratulate them. And then when a girl does it, it's like, oh, she's a slut. So I'm not at all trying to say that here. I think if you want to get with guys, do it. If you want to make out with a bunch in one night, go for it. That's not at all what I'm saying here. And I want to make sure that's clear. I think the issue arises then when, especially for girls, we're putting up with this behavior of like guys not necessarily caring about you and just wanting to you know satisfy their own needs and we put up with this because we feel better about ourselves when a guy finds us attractive or notices us in the room and approaches us and is taking the time to actually talk with us and I know that's a pretty common experience and I don't think we all necessarily talk about it and we like to mask this whole thing up is, oh, we don't really care what they think about us. Like, we're just having fun. And if that really is the case, go for it. Like, I think do whatever you want to do. Like, I'm not judging you in any choices you make, but I just think we like to cover it up a lot of the times and saying like, oh, we don't really care when really we do care a lot about what they think about us. And we feel shitty then if they go out, go over and or they start making out with another girl then like two minutes later. And we're like, oh shit, what is that about? Like, are we not good enough for them or you know what I mean if you don't understand what I'm saying then it's okay but if if you do understand what I'm talking about I hopefully the message is getting across of what I'm trying to talk about here but I'm going to be talking more about the girl perspective and attendee perspective in the second point but to wrap this one up I also wanted to talk about that whole thing they do where the lights will randomly turn on at one point in the night And that's because one of the guys asked his bros to turn it on because he wanted to see if a girl is actually hot in regular lighting or not and not just the disco dark lighting. And I think that's so fucked up. I mean, at first when they used to do that, I got so confused and I was like, oh, they're trying to kick us out or something. And then, and I also don't know if this is fully the case, but this is just what I've heard from other people I've spoken to. 
And if this is true, that's just so wrong. And yeah, I don't stand by that at all. And I think that's so incredibly shallow. And I mean, I get it. They're teenage boys. Even if they're like 20 something, they're still a teenage boy. And they're not like, there's nothing going on up there where they've reached that level of self-awareness yet. And they're all just horny as fuck. And they don't care about emotions and actually getting to know people in this sort of environment. Like, get that if you're going into this, it's typically you're going into more of the hookup kind of culture. And I totally understand that. And I, you know, I get the whole thing, you know, they're just trying to get with girls. Like I'm aware of that and why that is the case. It's because they just, they're teenage boys, you know, they're doing their thing and living that portion of their life. But I just think this is incredibly insensitive and just rude. You're trying to essentially see if someone is still attractive to you when you put on normal, like harsh lighting. I don't know. This just doesn't sit well with me, but I think that's so fucked up. And yeah. (laughs) But also the one last point I wanted to have in this, this first point is that they always have like the, okay, I will say not all the time the music sucks, but a lot of the time it's very redundant and there's not a lot of new songs, cool techno, EDM, and literally just other genres of music playing. And they always have the same remixes and they'll never let you play a song if you want to play one unless you're like, I don't know, hooking up with one of the guys or something, which is crazy because usually your song choices are like a hundred times better than anything they're playing and all of their own SoundCloud remixes they have um, that they put together. And anytime I hear Peppas now, I'm instantly transported back to a dingy basement that smells of cranberry juice, sweat. (laughs) like alcohol and stuff and it ruined the song for me but anyways that's the final point on this leading into the second point I have now it seems like a lot of the times when I go to frats it becomes this competitive culture with the girls where instead of being girls girls you're more vying for the attention and validation from all of these guys who are literal boys because also the ratio they're like the ratio the ratio's off (laughs) oh my god (laughs) they always talk about that but it's just the funniest thing ever because then like you have all these girls that are trying to buy for the attention of these guys that are just like so dry and it's just now it's funny that I'm kind of and when I was like a first and second year and or freshman and sophomore or whatever I was kind of caught up in the whole thing because you're new to campus and this seems like the way to meet people and hang out and have fun and you want to be a part of this culture so you partake in it and it's like this really serious thing but now that I'm a junior and I have like work going on and other things and I'm more removed from this this environment it's just funny to look on now with my like more I guess adult perspective (laughs) it's just hilarious to me but anyways you go in and a lot of the time the girls just they kind of eye you and like sizing you up and looking you up and down and I've gone in the past with friends and it's actually been really good and we've just all focused on dancing and having fun. But then other times you go with people and you're all kind of like if a guy comes up to the group, you're almost like standing in front of each other because you want to block off someone else so that they can't talk to him. (laughs) It's just fucking insane. Or you start yelling over another girl because you want to grab this guy's attention or you're like befriending a girl, but you don't actually want to be friends with her. You don't even like her because she's talking to this other guy in this group and you want to join as well. And it's just, it's such a weird vibe. Everyone's just on something and it's just this total alternate reality. I have no other way to describe it than that. You know that one scene in Mean Girls when they're at the mall and the they're looking at the 
the girls talking or something and then it flips to then they're all attacking each other like they're animals. <laughs> That's what the vibe kind of feels like. Obviously, no one's physically attacking each other, but there's this competitive nature and tension that's in the air. I don't know how else to describe it, then that's what it feels like when you walk into one with all of these girls. But yeah, so I don't like the whole competitive nature then, because then you're obviously comparing how you size up to other people physically and your appearance and the way you look. And you see another girl getting more attention from a guy or someone like I talked about in the, the going out episode, and you just feel shitty about the way you look then, and you think there's something you need to change about the way you look so that you look more like this person who's getting more attention from this guy. And it just totally fucks with you and how you view yourself. And that's part of the big issue I have with them. Um, so yeah. The third point is how this whole culture of these guys acting this way kind of evolves. And I don't want to generalize and say that every frat guy behaves like this because I'm wary about making blanket statements and overgeneralizing for a group of people. So I'm not saying they're all like this, but I think a large majority of them are. And it's because as soon as you join one, it's the mentality that they teach you from the get-go and how you treat other people, how you carry yourself, how you behave in certain environments. And you pick up on the behaviors that they teach you from being in this environment. A lot of the time you join Greek life when you're a freshman or sophomore. And at this point of your college journey, you still don't really have a full sense of self yet. And you just really want to fit in at this stage. And when you're entering college and you just want to find a group of people to relate to and hang out with and be friends with and make memories with and go about your college experience with. But in my organizational behavior class this semester, we watched the Stanford prison experiment video. And I've seen it in other classes, but we talked about it in this one and how it specifically relates to learning beliefs and fitting some sort of norm or expected image of how you're supposed to present yourself. And I thought this was really interesting because this could even apply to frat culture and how within a matter of days, these prisoners and then these guards learn these behaviors and they thought it was totally acceptable to act this way because they all were and it was the environment they were they were in so it was like tolerated so the issue of these guys acting this way goes a lot deeper than just the people and they're not inherently bad people it's just learn or i don't know maybe some of them are because i've heard obviously i've heard some stories and i've met some people and they're just horrible people but not all of them are bad people even if they behave this way because it goes deeper than just people. It's like a societal thing and generations of indoctrinated beliefs that they've taught these guys that they think it's okay to act this way and treat women this way and behave this way. And I don't know what the solution is to that because that's a huge issue, but that's another issue that I do have with frat culture though. It's just these toxic beliefs that they continue teaching all of these people. <laughs> and it just prolongs this whole existence of this entitlement and the sense of superiority and this power dynamic. And I don't even think this just applies to frat culture. It's just what we teach men nowadays and like the toxic masculinity. And that's a whole nother episode that I don't want to start here because this episode's going to be like five hours long otherwise. But directly relating to the frats, it just affects your self-esteem and it's very degrading. And because they think they can treat you this way and talk to you in a really degrading manner and... I just don't think that's okay at all because that's not how you treat human beings or people. And yeah, that's why I kind of stopped going to them and why I don't like this culture anymore. That's the third reason that I had listed. And the last one, but 
did want to have a quick mention about this. I don't even want to get started because this could be a whole nother episode again, but I did feel like this was very important to bring up. And I do want to also preface by saying that I know it's not just the guys who are doing this. I know I've heard of some girls where they've done it to guys as well and taken advantage of them, but the whole sexual assault cases, my university, we have an Instagram page called like a speak out page and people can anonymously post the story of their own experience with sexual assault and they'll post it online and it's just to kind of share their own experience with our college community and have this kind of support network around this, which I think is incredible. And it makes you feel like you're not alone, which I absolutely love. But I've personally never been affected by this, but I know of other people who have been. And it's just absolutely disgusting to me that people feel this entitled to take advantage of someone when they're incapacitated or inebriated and unable to make a sound judgment. And or like even like physically coercing someone into this activity with you and engaging with you in this way because they need to like satisfy their needs that badly. That's just fucking insane to me. And that directly relates to the whole sense of entitlement. And again, I know it goes both ways. It's not just always the guys that are doing this. It kind of girls will sometimes take advantage of guys, but specifically relating to frats because I know the numbers are so high and my school's not even horrible compared to other ones I know. There was a kid from my hometown that um, he was in the news because he sexually assaulted this one girl. I think he went to like Ole Miss or something and he actually broke her ribs or something like that. And that's what was reported. But then somehow the whole case went away and it was hush hushed. And I, this is all sus to me. And like people don't want to have their image tainted because they did some like fucking insane thing like that when they really need to take responsibility for their actions and they can't just let daddy pay for this whole case to be kind of pushed to the side or whatever. And it's just, yeah, that's a whole nother topic. But anyway, the whole thing of like they need to satisfy their needs or they feel like they're entitled to do things to you even when you don't want to or you're not in the right headspace to be making these decisions about engaging in these activities with these guys and I get the whole thing like you don't need to ask every single time can I kiss you or whatever because that gets a little redundant or that might kill the mood sometimes but if you don't know this person and you just met them and you don't have that level of trust where you know they're going to respect you if they don't ask a question if you say stop they're going to stop if you just met this person or you you know you're just hooking up with them so you don't have that level of trust outside and like emotional relationship that you've kind of established. It's just crazy to me that a guy will think it's okay to take advantage of someone when they're not in the right headspace to be making these decisions or they use physical means to go against someone's will to engage in activity with them, which is just insane to me. Obviously, they have some other issues they're dealing with too, if they think that that's okay. Um, But yeah, that's another issue I have with And again, I'm not generalizing. I know not all guys are like this in frats. I know there's some really sweet ones in them that would never do this to a human being. But this is another issue I have with the whole culture because it makes these guys feel like they're entitled to take advantage of people and their bodies and um, without getting consent first. And to wrap up, I just want to say that I don't know what it's like to be on the other side of this and be a guy in a frat house. I can only imagine that there's immense amounts of pressure to come across as masculine enough and cool enough and there's a desire to be accepted and be celebrated amongst all the guys and be seen as cool but I still think that doesn't give them a right to act the way they do 
And so if you genuinely don't enjoy going to frats, you do not need to engage with them. You're not going to be weird if you choose to opt out of them or not go to them as frequently as you are right now. Because honestly, they're a little weird and wacky themselves. So you're not weird for not wanting to go to them. I think that's totally fair and acceptable. And if someone thinks it's weird that you don't want to go to them, it's okay if they don't understand your perspective or kind of where you're coming from. But I don't think you should be judging people for the decisions they make like this if it's just a personal choice. And again, you don't need to completely swear off of them if all of your friends go and it's the main form of socializing going out that you have available to you. Like I'm not saying completely cut off your social life if this is the main form because I still think it's good to go out and have fun in any way that you prefer to go out and have fun and if it's just like kind of like this going out and partying with your friends and you genuinely enjoy that then I think you can go do that but I think it's also good to have this level of self-awareness where you know you're not going to take anything that happens throughout the night personally or take it to heart have it affect how you view yourself how much worth you put in yourself how you value yourself and I think just knowing it's kind of like a joke and a simulation and it's not something to take so seriously or get super attached to or get really involved in you can choose to be like a third party in it and kind of view it from an outsider perspective and not feel like it's something you have to engage in it's okay if you still go and you don't have to love the whole concept honestly just go for the free drinks and free alcohol if that's what you want or like a free invite to somewhere and you don't have to pay to go into a bar or club or whatever it might be um i guess this whole episode was just essentially letting you know that you're not alone for feeling this way and you're not weird for feeling this way either if you don't necessarily love this whole culture. But yeah, I hope you like this episode. It was something that's been on my mind for a while and I keep seeing those parody kind of TikToks and reels pop up where the guys make fun of the frat bros and I thought this was funny to talk about because I've had some funny personal experiences with it and have some strong opinions on this topic. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. If you made it to the end, thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy today's episode and you have been enjoying the podcast so far, feel free to leave a rating and a review. No pressure at all, but if you have been liking it, I'd really appreciate it. It just helps me and the ranking for the podcast and how I reach other people within the platforms that it's posted on. And also, if there's any other topics you want me to talk about or change the way I talk about some things, just send me a DM. Uh, my Instagram is at eats by Emma. Eats is with a Z, and there's also an underscore at the end of that whole phrase, eats by Emma. That's my main Instagram account. I also post like food recipes and other things related to ED recovery on there that's more focused on food and eating disorder recovery and body image stuff. And then I also have a blog. It's just uh, my full name, Emma Jepson, J E P S E N dot com. I post some blog posts on there related to the content I also publish up on my Instagram. And you can also stay updated with new podcast episodes there, any new Instagram posts, life updates, other things going on. But yeah, if you have any other topics, you can reach me through one of those two platforms or leave a comment on the podcast platform you're listening on. And I think that's it for today. Thank you again for listening. If you made it to the end, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and your week, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.